This is Cassette Tape 11. Welcome to I Will Write Your Book. My name is Will Hines, and I am a ghostwriter, which means I write books for other people. And what I do is I record my meetings with my clients, and that's so you all, fans of the publishing industry, can see how things work behind the scenes. This podcast is only for hardcore fans of the publishing industry. If you are not a hardcore fan of the publishing industry, please stop listening. This is a niche podcast only for those people. With me, as always, is my copy editor, Karen Donahue. Karen, how are you? Well, you know, <laughs> I've, I just want to say I've been pushing back against the hardcore fans. Yes, idea. I know. You don't like that. I just couldn't get 100% behind it. But you know what? I'm going to go with it. Because, Will, if people become hardcore fans by listening to this podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then maybe you've done something good. You know what? That's a great, that is a great qualification. I should say you either have to already be a hardcore fan of the publishing industry or you have the potential to become one and you're testing the waters. I think that is a good expansion. Well, um, you seem bright today. Oh, thank you. I've been uh, pounding wheat germ. I watched, I've been watching reruns of The Six Million Dollar Man, uh, and there's an episode where a guy drinks wheat germ and becomes almost as powerful as a six million dollar man. Do you, ever, do you ever see that show, uh, Karen, from the 70s, Lee Majors? He's like a robot man. Yeah, and it goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Love it. Really fun. Anyway, it had a wheat germ. That was my sexual awakening watching Lee Majors. How so? How so? I thought. I watched it and I thought... Just because he's an attractive man or... He's an attractive man. He's powerful. He gets what he wants. You know, he can do anything. He's helpful. I remember he gets he helps what he wants. People. I don't know if that's a character description of the $6 million man. He, he's actually kind of NASA's sort of toady. He kind of just runs off on little missions for NASA and stuff. That's not how I remember it. Wow. That's something else. I remember him getting the job done. Getting well, last, the job done. Last week we talked a lot about Love American Style. Now we're talking about the $6 million man. So we're really on top of things. Hey, you know what? We shouldn't. We should not dither too much because we got a heck of a client today, Karen. You are going to be so excited. I don't know. Well, no, this is a big one. I've been keeping this secret, and I just I can't believe this is happening. I've been exchanging a couple emails, and I I just I, I don't know too much about what this client wants, but you are going to be excited. Let me let me just see if he's connected now. Hello, are you there? Are you on our Zoom call? I'm bringing you in on our Zoom call. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Hi. I'm here. <laughs> hey. How's it going? Well, Karen, please meet Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) Isn't that incredible? Oh, come on now. (laughs) Bruce, hey, I know you're a humble guy, but we're big fans. We're so excited that you're you're using our services. I'm always happy to hear that whenever I meet a new fan. It's always great. uh, I I am a huge fan. I am an unbelievable fan. Karen's from New Jersey. I am from New Jersey. I am from New Jersey. Oh, yeah? What, What exit are you? (laughs) you got it bruce all right well i it's actually um exit 14a off the turnpike i don't really have a you know parkway exit but okay that's great hey i love the turnpike you couldn't (laughs) without the turnpike you couldn't uh get from the top of the state to the bottom of the state you're right you said it bruce you said you're right about that right i just have to say i just have to tell you Watching the Born in the USA video was my second sexual awakening. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. You must hear that a lot, Bruce. Women just like throwing themselves at you and just excited about your career and your songs. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think I, I do have uh, female fans who like me for uh, for my body. Uh, but, you know, Patty's right there on stage. So I, I got to sure, be sure, careful. Sure, sure. With, lucky uh, woman. Lucky woman. Yeah, well, I'm a lucky man to have her as oh, one of the many strong uh, women in my life. You that's know? great that's to hear so that. Sweet. It's great that's to hear so that, That's so sweet. Bruce. That's really sweet. And Bruce, I apologize on behalf of my uh, coworker here. She has a lot of sexual awakenings. We're not say, coworkers. We're not coworkers. Will, Will, don't yes. embarrass me in front of Bruce. So sorry, Karen, you're I absolutely right. I can't even right. believe you got 
Bruce Springsteen. I can't believe it either. How did you do this, Will? How did this happen? He just emailed you? Bruce, uh, can we, uh, let's get right to the chase here. How did it come to be that you need our services? What what book do you need written? You've already written several books, actually. Yeah, well, you know, I I kind of do like writing books. And the the last book I did uh, was a memoir called Born to Run. I did that a couple of years ago. I read it. I love it. Baby, we were born to run. Sure, yeah. The title was taken from the title of the song. That's right. And uh, I I sort of uh, decided at some point recently that I think I'd like to write another book. You know, in a lot of my writing so far, I've written about the music and, you know. Yes, and your life and your thoughts on that. and mental illness and desperation and kind of want to get away from all that and do some some fiction. And I've had an idea burning a hole in me uh, all this time. I've tried to put it in songs, actually, but it doesn't quite fit with the rest of my catalog. But I'd like to write a, a, at least one book, maybe even a series of books about a, mm-hmm. a group of preteen girls uh, who uh, just uh, have a real affinity for babysitting. And, and okay. what they do is they start a club, and it's called the Babysitter's Group. Okay. The Babysitter's Group is what you said? Yeah, that would be the title of it. The baby mm-hmm. it's a club it's a club that these girls form where they're all babysitters and they work uh-huh. together and it's called the babysitters group. Before I get into a couple of my initial thoughts on this idea, could I just ask wh- where do you think this comes from? I-, I love that you want to do fiction by the way. I think you're such a natural storyteller. I think that is a great move. What is it about preteens and and babysitting and groups that that draws you? Something about babysitting where it's gets to really the soul of what it means to be an American and mm-hmm. uh, to live in this mm-hmm. country and work hard, learn the value of a dollar, of the dollar, uh, sure. you know, getting it's to know other, re- getting to know real people like the kids that you babysit or their moms or their dads. Yeah. I guess I guess babysitting is a pretty noble profession. Karen, do you, do you agree with that? I never thought about it, but it is a good metaphor for a lot of what we want to be American values. You know, it's true because a lot of people, their first job, their first experience, you know, in the workforce, in the world of, of, of working is being a babysitter. Being a babysitter. You know, that age, you have all these ideas in your head and you, don't, you want to get them out there and you don't know how to do it. You have all these thoughts about babysitting, but now suddenly, man, I'm actually babysitting. That's right. a story that hits us all right in the heart, I think. Uh, yeah, I, know. I, I think like when you grow up and you have your own babysitter and you have an affinity for them, you're like, someday I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a great ba-. Even if you have a terrible, horrible babysitter, you're like, you know what? I'm going to grow up, I'm going to be a babysitter, and I'm going to be a better babysitter than them. I'm never going to make a kid, you know, have to eat hot dogs. Well... Uh- Maybe, but I think the girls in this book, they're pretty good babysitters and they're going to, they want the business to be successful. So they, uh, they know what they're doing. I think, uh, uh, my, my, the protagonists, they listen to the parents and they're pretty thorough in terms of, okay. So we got some good babysitters. You want to have happen with your kids. I will make it happen. And look, Hey, I, I know, I, I know I'm Bruce Springsteen. I know this is weird. For me to want to do this, but I just um, I want to try something new, and that's why I'm trying to yes. get out of my, I guess my comfort say, zone. Even though I'm a huge fan, it is kind of my job right now, Bruce, to point out some weaknesses so that so that we can solve them. So I hope you don't think I'm being negative. I want to point out a if I didn't if I didn't have Jimmy Iovine telling me, mm-hmm. "Hey, the guitar should sound like this and not like that." And we wouldn't even be here talking about okay. this today. So, so you're, don't you're not opposed think I don't to some take feedback. Notes. No. Okay, great. First problem is this doesn't sound to me like a, this isn't necessarily a problem. It's not a classic Bruce Springsteen story, I don't think. Are, are you imagining these girls that are in sort of like a coal mining town and maybe they're suffering from unemployment in their families? Is, is that is that what you're saying? Whoa, okay. Well, two things here. I do kind of, they are in suburban New Jersey and they are all from very blue collar working class families. Okay, that's, um, that's very Bruce. But one thing I should get ahead of right away is I have... Uh, 
I live with immense insecurity that people have only read my other books because I'm Bruce Springsteen and because they like, you know, the generation-defining music that I've written. Absolutely. So Baby, these, right, which is one of my songs, of course. Yes. Um, uh-huh. And there's more to it than that as well. But, um, you know, to for the song? Me, to the song, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, I just did one of the lines. Yeah, yeah. well, I just want you to know there's more, sure. so. For me, I, I actually want to put this under a, under a pen name, if possible. These series, and I want to see if I if these will still sell, just like the memoir like did. Ste- like when Stephen King wrote books under the pen name Richard Bachman to see if he could just sell books without his celebrity. Yeah, that's right. I want to see. Okay, if people, that is going to hurt I'm the marketing a good of writer significantly, but. And it's very important to me that there's no. Not not an inkling of Bruce Springsteen was behind wow. this book. Bruce, I want you to know, you know, I have high hopes for this book and this possible series. I really do. I think it's a great idea. I think it's original. I think it's new. I think it's fresh. Um, I just want you to keep in mind, okay, that if it does fail, if it doesn't go well, it's not because of you. It's not because your name isn't attached. It's because Will wrote a crappy okay. book. I don't think that's totally okay. true. It is so very I difficult. want you to keep that in mind. Well, you very difficult. I mean, I, I do think I would, if it's an abject failure, I would look back at everything else I've done. Success, success, bigger, 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 better, better, okay. you know, I can legendary sort of stats. You- one, one dip. I mean, I wouldn't want to point fingers, but... Okay, I could totally understand why you might do that, but let me just say that you will be... be, By doing this under a pseudonym, you are essentially a new author who is unknown, and that that is difficult to break through. We'll absolutely do our best... I guarantee you this book will be I don't be know. Did anyone quality. know who J.K. Rowling was? Okay, everybody brings up J.K. Rowling, okay? That's like one author. Nobody has had the success of J.K. Rowling. It's much more common for, like, you know, someone to 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 release a book, and it doesn't doesn't get noticed, and then you have to do another book, and that one doesn't get noticed, and but maybe you get a good review, and then your third one breaks through. That That's a much more common story, Bruce, so... And and if you want to do a series of books about the babysitters group, you we we got to buckle up for the long. Hey, you know your first two albums didn't did not do so well. Uh, Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Why are you pointing that out? Why are you pointing that out? Well, I'm trying to relate. You know, he he didn't come out of the gate. Well, he had critical success, but it was a little while before the for the sales numbers caught up to that. Took a while before I could get that sound just right, to, and everybody yeah, else. Yeah, so we might have a similar board. thing. Maybe here, we right? were born to run. Which was from not from my first album, but a few albums in. Yeah, that was album number three. So that 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 might be a good goal here. We plan on doing three babysitter groups books. Then maybe number three is where we'll really put, you know, we'll, we'll, one of those first three will hit. We don't know which one. Maybe, maybe the first one will. Gosh, that'd be great. You know, but uh, I got to put out something else, Bruce, and I hate saying this. Have you heard, it's a pretty popular series called The Babysitter's Club. Do you know about this? Uh, this is There's an existing book called that, and it's pretty, pretty popular. Is it? Well, is that good? Am I part of the zeitgeist? I guess you might be. It's not bad to have the trail blazed a little bit uh, ahead of us how um, different how how similar or different is sounds it sounds quite similar quite similar uh-huh. to what you're it is a, a group of girls preteen they're girls a, they're preteen yeah and they're real competent and thorough um they get involved in some larger stories beyond the babysitting though there's personal drama and I, there's mysteries oh and, yeah well there was gonna be that in this book too uh well hey let's not we could still do it i just gotta say that you know, well, it we, sounds like you don't want to work with. No, no, Bruce I totally, Bruce. I want to work with you. Sounds like you you don't want to work all. with him. Not at all. I, hey. Bruce Springsteen is bringing you this idea, and he's being very vulnerable right now. Well, the, the way I, I look at it is, when I would write a song, I, I wouldn't say like, "Oh, I can't use the C chord because the C chord has been used before." Uh, that's, that's true. That's just part of the that's, building. It's what blocks. we do with it. Absolutely. Okay. What I did was I took all the records I love, Dion and the great soul records of the yes. 60s and the 70s, and then mm. I put it through me and it became something else. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing is I'm taking sort of loose ideas of babysitting and how and and friendship and uh, how how you know girls need to rely on each other, and I'm just putting it through 
the Bruce Springsteen lands. But it won't be Bruce Springsteen. It'll be a pen name, which we'll have to come up with. Hmm. Okay, pen name. It's really going to be difficult to market this. What do you think about maybe using, maybe one of the babysitters is uh, is a, like, aspiring musician? You know, you could use your experience well, there. Well, one of them is a music. I mean, do you want to hear about the characters I kind of have in yes. mind right now? Yes. Okay, That'd well. That'd be great. There, there's uh, Virginia and Marjorie and uh, Christy Lee and Bobby Jean. Those are the four babysitters. And Virginia, she loves babysitting. She's, okay. That's this, this is the fuel for her fire, and she's uh-huh. passionate about it because she's just a hardworking person. Love it. And then, uh, she might be kind of the central protagonist. The she one, like... starts it, yeah, but I would say they're all pretty equal i don't want to have it be virginia and the babysitters group because Mm. i feel like i've already done that with bruce springsteen and the e street band Band, so these guys are similar and really marjorie is kind of the one that is kind of you know the star of the show and she kind of can't quite handle the spotlight in many ways of being a babysitter because Mm. she always thought she was going to be a babysitter just for her family and the fact that she's got this high-profile babysitting job, uh, it, it's hard for her, and she wrestles with that. And then uh, Bobby Jean, she's a music head. She loves the great. She loves Dion and the great soul records of the '60s and '70s. Okay. And then Christy Lee is a bookworm, and she secretly doesn't want to be a babysitter. She wants to write books, uh-huh. and so those are the four characters. <laughs> okay, so. I don't know if this matters, and again, I'm just—I don't mean to be negative. I just want to point out some things that we might have to deal with. The names of your characters, I think, are partly from your songs, and I think one from a Billy Joel song. Christy Lee is a Billy Joel song, and then I think Virginia and and Marjorie might be from Bruce Springsteen songs. Virginia definitely is. Did you? Well, say I don't think Lee they're also? going to be able to sniff me out just from a from a similar sounding name. You know, I mean, these are pretty common names. Of, these are pretty uh, common names. Yeah. Now, Bruce, I just want to ask you, the last character... Yeah. The last character doesn't really... Doesn't want to be a star, right? Yeah, she doesn't... She's shy. She's a bookworm. She'd rather be she's, writing books. She'd rather be She's so books. tired of doing the babysitting thing, and she just yeah. is desperate for a change, and so... Mm, yeah. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Right? Yeah, she wants out. She Being wants a star. Out. Is that the Every day going to school and having people go, hey, you're Christy Lee from the Babysitter's Group. The Babysitter's Group! Because they do have a song that is their theme song. And it's like, get to know me song. for me, is what Christy Lee says. There's more okay. to me than just babysitting. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's a pretty human situation. That that could be. I think maybe she should really... be the the focus and not Virginia as much. Maybe we'll do like a bait and switch. You know, we'll start with Virginia, but then Christy Lee shows up, and that's when the book really gets going. That's a pretty common structure. Yeah, they'll all have you their meet, moments. You meet Watson first, and then you meet Sherlock Holmes. That kind of thing. If it's a series, you know, I figure we focus on a different one of the girls every book. And uh... how long have you been thinking about this, Bruce? How long have you been wanting to do the Babysitters Group? Well, I remember uh, taking a, a pressing of, of uh, Born to Run down to, uh, back then, you know, if you wanted to listen to an album, you had to go to a record store and listen to it in a record store. Oh, yeah, right. So yeah. I remember doing that and playing it for the band for the first time, and I just started thinking about babysitting, and I got kind of distracted by that, and I don't even really remember what their reaction to the album was, because I was like, this what is, if this you is... had been told, you know, these kids have to have a pet turtle and they keep letting it out, make sure they don't let the turtle out because if the turtle gets lost, that's on you as a babysitter. So that was one of the first times I kind of was. That was one of the first stories that came ideas. to your mind. Like, yeah. Write that down, Will. Write it I'm down. Write this down. The pressure of taking care of a pet turtle. You were saying while you were playing Born to Run. For the E Street Band. So this is like in the mid-70s you first thought of this idea? Yeah, probably late 70s uh, uh-huh. would be, is where I would place it. I couldn't tell you the exact day. And then sure, sure, sure. Thought yeah. about it on and off pretty much every day since then. So, Wow. It's, wow, it's been a big part of your 
life. I, I kind of like that the names of the characters would be from your... I kind of think we should plant Easter eggs because, Bruce, here's the truth. It's going to get out at some point that you wrote these books. No, Hopefully can't. after... It really can or why it am really I can't even, ever can I? I don't think so. And I, and I don't think it's going to be a problem because it's going to be its own separate thing. You came up with the, this idea in the mid-70s. Is that right? Did you tell a lot of people about this idea? Well, some of the guys in the band know because uh, I, I have a bunch of songs that never came to fruition that I thought might actually help us find some of the stories today. Uh, but I would play the song and then they'd say, this seems like it's coming from the point of view of a preteen girl who's a babysitting with other friends from school. <laughs> so the record company wasn't into it, you know. Yeah, those you know, songs. Clarence got... and those guys would all be like, "What's this one, man? I don't get this. Yeah. It doesn't fit with the rest of the album." So okay, right? Because you coming up with this idea predates the novels, the Babysitters Club, well, the Babysitters good. Club started in the mid 80s and it sounds like you you had this idea before that yeah you were really ahead of the curve bruce good for you now i think we can put that in the liner notes of the book i i there must be no liner notes in this liner <laughs> notes i'm so tired of doing because i've had to do them for all my albums i would like okay. there to be words on the pages like in a classic book of course the title that'll be on the front there might be some yeah. words on the jacket uh, There'll definitely be some words on the jacket, Bruce. We got to do that. Yeah. Okay. You could dedicate it to somebody. That's a classic book thing, you know. I might dedicate it to you guys because if I dedicate it <laughs> to anyone so... else in my life, then they're gonna, the fans are going to snip this right out. Right. If you dedicate it to Patty, that's a that's going to be a dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. Wow. I could do Patty with a Y, maybe. Oh, Ooh, that's that's then, how we're yeah, talking. Yeah, that's good. That's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Uh, so th- what, what do you think happens to Christy Lee? Like if she's, you know, she's tired of being a star. She's tired of people shouting at her about her theme song. Maybe she's got a nickname that people keep calling her and she's just so tired of that nickname because she didn't pick it and it's not really reflective of who she is, you know? Yeah. You're well, the supervisor, they call her, or something like that or whatever. Yeah. You're the supervisor of the group. Well, she cause she is kind of the boss of the whole group, yeah. Right, so. right. So it's not it's not an inaccurate name, sort of, but she's just tired of it. She just does organizing, you know. She's she knows that they're all equal members and she's thankful. She wouldn't have the babysitters club wouldn't have gotten to where they are without the contributions of Virginia and Marjorie and Bobby Jean and she just you know that's why even I I have a, a, an idea where far down the line Christy Lee does some babysitting on her own and it's well received and people like it and you know but then eventually she does find her way back to the rest of the babysitters. Uh, they sort of become a whole full group again, and because that's what it seems like people really want. Yeah, they want they want the group to get back together. They don't. They really prefer it when it's a little tribe out there. Yeah. Okay, so let me just get this straight. Bruce Springsteen wants to write a series of novels about some preteen babysitters. Doesn't want anyone to know that Bruce Springsteen's doing it. No hints at all, and in fact, we'll never find out. Ideally. Uh, I'm going to have to ask you guys to take this to your graves. And so uh, uh-huh. I don't know if you were going to ask me for autographs or anything today, but I can't do that because we got to got to have any connection no paper trail. Us. Yeah. Well, okay. if, you, if you could just type your name in the comments in the chat section. I'll yeah, take you just that type it a, in the Zoom no. chat. We'll take that. Okay, we'll great. Take that as a you just type the name Bruce Springsteen in the Zoom chat. Don't there. show it to be, anybody. It'll be kind we of we a won't, fun no, no, this is just for us. Just for us. Yeah. Bruce, I'm just. I'm I'm a little curious. I don't want to put you on the spot here, but you know, I'm a huge fan. I'm just curious what some of the songs were that those guys, you know, poo-pooed on and said, "Hey, this sounds like preteen girl material here." Yeah. yeah. Well, that might be a good place to if I maybe shared some of those then that might inspire yeah, the that's very helpful for, for Will. That'd be great. Yeah, let me get my notepad out here. I didn't bring my guitar today, but again, these are just little sketches that I didn't complete. Yeah, these I, don't have to be complete songs by any stretch. I had one that was like, Oh, Virginia stands at the top of the stair. She got a babysitting job and she gotta go there. Daddy's in the kitchen with a six or a beer and the screen door slams and the house is full of beer. Hey! So that's like, 
before she goes <laughs> to the job, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, what I like about that is that really lays out the facts of the situation pretty clearly. Like, we say right out that she's a babysitter. I like that. Re- I, nobody nobody evokes the image of a screen door slamming like Bruce Springsteen. Can I just say you're, you're a master of that particular you're genius. Is that a Bruce thing? Is that me? Because maybe it's we should definitely take, a famous maybe lyric shouldn't... from the song Thunder Road that you wrote. Screen door slams, Mary's dress waving. Is oh, how boy. The song starts. Well, I wouldn't maybe put that in the book then. But... Well, we're not we're not going to publish these songs anyway. Right. These are just these are the so. jump off points. And yeah, yeah. So that's a song about somebody on her way to a babysitting job. That's a good, let me write that down. That's a good, that's a very evocative moment to have. Top of the stairs about to go babysit. Yeah, that's great. My my concern is, is that going to be epic enough for the first book? Because with these books, I want people to read the books and I want them to just get the whole full snapshot of of human life. You know, I want them to just feel every emotion and it should take them, you know, four hours at least to read the book and they're exhausted afterwards. Okay. Okay. Well then I think we're going to have to get into some darker themes, just totally possible in a preteen's life. We could have a divorce going on in one of the families. Maybe an older sibling has died. I mean, I hate to bring up something that's sad, but these are things that people go through that could, that could give layers to your, to your characters. I just get worried that if a sibling had died, you would maybe just not take any babysitting jobs. And uh, <laughs> sure, the babysitting okay, right. has got to be in there for me because that's what really gets my motor going with these stories. Okay, it's got to be, be babysitting. There could be like uh, we really find out the organization of the babysitters group, like who this is the secretary, who's going to be the treasurer of the group, who's, you know, the president, who's the vice president, you know, we can go through all those things. That'd be nice to get, get to the logistics of how they actually run it. Like who books the gigs, who schedules them, who dispatches the other babysitters from the group that we could spend some time on that. People love details and getting like under the hood on stuff. Okay. Mm. Well, I think it's Virginia's idea initially, uh, but Uh It's really Marjorie is the one who sort of um, just has the organization to get everything going. So she's probably president, and I would say Virginia is maybe more the vice president of the group. Okay, I love it. This this is a uh, that's good to know. And here's the other thing too: is Marjorie does struggle with trying to do a good job of babysitting. Like she's very charismatic. She but she doesn't always, you know, because I have another song that I did that we just never were able to use. But we'd love to hear it. Uh, oh, my gosh. This is this is incredible. This is incredible. Let me try to remember. It. Ooh, Marjorie, the kids don't want to eat their vegetables. Oh, Marjorie, you can't let the kids have potato chips for dinner. And so that's wow. one where. She wants to. Poor Marjorie, I felt, I felt it. I felt her like struggle there and her inability to do good babysitting. Oh, that would rip you apart. Well, maybe that's what it's missing. Maybe I'm too focused on these kids being perfect babysitters, where maybe they should be flawed, desperate babysitters, flaws. just clawing in their way into the babysitting world and trying to get respect from adults. That don't see them for who they really are. Maybe. Is there yeah, any that... jealousy? Maybe some infighting in the babysitters group. I had one idea for one where there is a little conflict between two of the babysitters, um, where it's it's uh, Christy Lee's birthday and Bobby Jean is struggling with what to get her for a birthday present, and uh-huh. um, I have a little bit of a song. Maybe I could share that, and that might help. Let's... Let's hear that. Yeah, maybe that'll help illuminate what to do with this character. The song goes, uh, head scarf, head scarf, head scarf. Every year I get you a head scarf. But we are good friends and I know more about you than how you play guitar and wear a head scarf. So is this something you played for members of the E Street Band? And did they have a reaction to this? This song was or? one that uh, was a babysitting story. And then uh, actually, little Steven said, I feel like this story is about me. Yeah, because he pretty famously would wear a lot of headscarves in the E Street Band. Did you play this for little Steven? Yeah, I did. I mean, I only had that little bit of it. 
Look, I, I come up with a lot of songs that just go, sure, kind of go no, nowhere. Hey, genius, right no, off no the cuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It does sound like it's more about you and little Steven, but I think we could adapt it to be about Christy Lee or no Bobby Jean, you said. I guess I have to remind you, you know that one of your songs is called Bobby Jean, right? That's a yeah. that's a song on Born in the USA album. I don't think that's a big problem though. I Born think Bobby... in the USA. Oh, all right. Born in the USA. Oh God. Yeah, you oh, are a big, a big fan. Place. If you know, if you're pulling "Born in the USA" out now, I know <laughs> that you're a big fan. That's a pretty deep cut. Yeah. But just to Title. your point, you know, when I first brought the guys "Born to the in the USA," you know, Max was like, "I don't know, Bruce. We already have a song called Born to Run,' and so now yeah. this is another Born song." And I said, "Hey, man, I think there's room for two." And right, so, so maybe we got more than one Bobby Jean. There's the song Bobby Jean and the babysitter Bobby Jean. Sure. Everyone, everyone, you know, can relate to being born. Yeah, so, we've all, it's happened to all of us. It's happened yeah. to all of us. Everyone's had that experience. So, uh, I mean, that just goes to your genius. Well, that's now, why Max isn't, Max is a great drummer, but maybe not a great songwriter. No disrespect to Max. Bruce. He expends <sighs> more calories in any concert than I do. Oh, one thing I would say because he's that's for sure he's, he's got to operate arms. the entire drum kit and that involves yeah. his hands and his feet and his that arms a, that is a great description of what a drummer does hey I've seen you in concert Bruce and you know yeah I remember I know why you there. they call you. <laughs> you do you remember me yeah I came backstage little Steven and I hooked up yeah I remember you very well yeah Thank yeah. you. I Thank didn't you. want to say anything right from no, the start because okay. I didn't want to. You're a gentleman. You're a gentleman, Bruce. Lift out. Yeah. No, I I hear a lot of Karen's adventures. I've seen you. I've seen you in concert, and you expend a lot of calories yourself. You just That's, keep one song okay. after another. You never take a break. You just keep going. Yeah. You're, the hard, you're the hardest working guy in that room, Bruce. Well, switching I, guitars, switching guitars. Give me another guitar. We got to bang another one out. It's just important for me, for the fans. You know, they're all there that night. And I, and I look out at my fans and I go, every one of these people, or at least a high percentage of them, had to get a babysitter tonight. And I want to make this worth the money because I know how much money babysitters get paid. And I also think about the babysitter. They're out there doing their thing. And that's who I'm doing it for night after night. So. You're really thinking about babysitting a lot. I, I just really didn't realize how much it occupies your all, mind. You know, I think, aren't we all? Well, I think there's only one more thing we should figure out in this in this initial consultation, and that is what your pen name would be. I think it's re- it's really important to have it be something that, uh, you know, we really don't want people. You know, we got to make sure we get away from the name Bruce Springsteen. I guess we got to, you know, nothing that would. My idea was to lead. do Deuce Steenspring would be the name. <laughs> I like Deuce Steenspring. <laughs> Deuce. I like that. You know, like Have Deuce you had that Bigelow, name in mind male for a while? Gigolo. Are you really attached to that name? Which you're, What's you're the problem Deuce with after it? Deuce, you're naming Deuce after Deuce Bigelow, male Gigolo. Yeah. Is that where you got the idea? That's where I. That's where I started thinking of it. Yeah, I was in a hotel room. Um, and we were about to play in in Cleveland, and Deuce Bigelow, male Gigolo, was on TV, and I was like, if I ever figure out this babysitter thing, man, that's my gonna be my pen name. This is okay. such. This has been your dream for a long, long time, Bruce. This has been your dream for a long, long time, and I hope in Will's incapable hands it comes to fruition, okay? Me too. Me too. I really, I really, Karen's really do. It's hard on me, Bruce, I, but it makes the work better. It I makes want the work this, better. I want this for you. I, I really do. And, you know, I'm just going to – I just want to – you know, I don't normally do this, but I'm just going to pitch a title here. Born to Babysit. Baby, we were born to babysit. Oh, that's where you got it from. I didn't realize. I like it. I wouldn't want it sung because I feel like if it's sung to that tune, then people might start sniffing out that I'm Well, I think Born to Babysit by Deuce Stingsby. Is it too too much Bruce elements involved where people are going to know it's me? What's the last name again? Deuce Steenspring. Would be the idea, yeah. So okay. it's not my name. It's a That's crazy, mixed-up, flipped-around version of yeah. it. Steen Spring. So it'd be, we're thinking Born to Babysit by Deuce Steen Spring. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't think people will put that together. I, I mean, it's so different. I, again, I think you're right. If that title is sung, that's a giveaway. But luckily, books, there's no audio component. And if we do the audio book, we'll make sure, hey, no singing of this title. Yeah. Maybe there so should I, be. I mean, you, Virginia you lives on Virginia lives on D Street. I mean, maybe there should be something of like the babysitters group on D Street or something, and that that's might pretty good. Yeah, them. born to babysit the adventures of the D Street group, group. babies, which we know is the babysitters group. Uh, yeah, well, we'll find that out on page one. Like yeah. that, that won't be hidden from the readers. So, born to babysit the adventures of the D Street group by Deuce Steen Spring. I think. I think it's pretty good. Okay, great. Hey, I mean, that's at least, done. at least as a working as a placeholder, you know. Hey, in the development, maybe we'll find something else. But I think that's a good. That's you have a, so much material. You've done so much thought. This about is a this, dream Bruce. of yours, Bruce, like and we're going to so, make it come true. You've really, I really you know, appreciate really, this from you guys. Yeah, you've done so much work here. You're really a genius. The book jacket's going to write itself. You know what I mean? Like a group of preteen girls, you know, assembled on the back streets of New Jersey. Yeah, or maybe uh, it's like an American flag in the background. American um, flag in the background, a guy wearing Levi's his butt. I think maybe, all maybe. the girls carry guitars around, and maybe there's a shot of them with their guitar from behind, and they're walking to the babysitting that's, job. Oh, what a great photo. Because that's photo. why these girls are popular with the kids that they babysit for, because they bring their guitar, and they play Aww. their guitar. and they. That's amazing. Okay, so yeah, photos of them with guitars, born on the back streets in the Badlands of New Jersey, come from as far away as Nebraska, the D Street group. There, There is one girl from uh, who comes up from Baltimore, too, and she joins them later on. And <laughs> Okay, yeah. And because uh, I had a song that kind of never went anywhere, but uh, she comes to live with her grandma in, in New Jersey. The song started, it went, Got a mom and dad in Baltimore, Jack. And that was all I had for that one. And they went, is this another babysitting song? And, you know. Yeah. Got went to my grandma's it. and I never came back. And they said, we don't care about that. They, you know. Did they also complain that it's very, very similar to your existing song, Hungry Heart? Was that also a complaint from the band? Oh, man. You know, I think I maybe actually pitched this before Hungry Heart. Because I remember I... doing this early. But I guess it is. Yeah, because my idea for the story is how she gets involved is she does the uh, the flyer art. So the chorus was, you know, she she's the one that does the flyer art, and I didn't have a <laughs> I didn't have a name for this kid yet. Yeah, but. yeah, what a great what a great song that ended up being, and that's well, a whole book right there. Well, that's a whole book right there. The flyer art girl. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, she's using her talents to help the babysitters group, the D Street group. Bruce, this is, you know what? I think this is going to break through. I don't know if it's going to be the first book, the second book, or the third book, but one of these is going to break through. Your passion is going to drive it. Yeah, I'm ready. So if you don't mind, Bruce, would you would it be all right if we kind of wrapped up this particular meeting and we'll call you tomorrow this time and we'll just, with some follow up questions? Yeah, I'll and be ready. You can ready. help us answer some email if that's all right. Yeah, of course. I, I I'm I'm ready to put in the work to become a generation defining author for young adults. Hey, oh. good for you. You're going to do it, Bruce. We're going to yeah. help you. Wow. We'll talk to you You've tomorrow. Done so this much. Time. You've done so much for the world. It's been such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. All right, Bruce. We'll see you tomorrow. Hello. If you're enjoying I Will Write Your Book, please do that thing that every podcast asks you to do and go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It makes a huge difference to us getting to new audience members. Also, if you have ever heard of social media, there's I Will Write Your Book on Instagram and I Will Write Your on Twitter, which features photos of our guests. And sometimes we get fun fan art that mocks up the covers of these books that we are talking about on these episodes. And it's really fun. So I hope you get a chance to check those out. And thanks so much for listening. All right, cassette tape 12, meeting with Karen Donahue. Karen, is this incredible or what? Like, we're going to work with Bruce Springsteen. It's really sad, Will. It's really sad. How is it sad? How is it? I think this is He never wanted to be Bruce Springsteen. Don't you see that? He never wanted to be a star. How do you get that? How do you you get that? I don't see how you get that. He wanted to be a quiet Wait, are you saying the character Christy Lee is based on him? Yeah, one of them. Yeah. 
I never yeah. even put that together. A star. She's the star of the babysitting club. She. They call oh, her the boss of right. the babysitting club. Yes, I did she not never see wanted that. that. That's so. She clear never to me wanted now. that. She just wanted. You to think he's putting his feelings into this? Quiet life and write books. Yeah, yeah, and I also I think the babysitters club stole this idea from Bruce Springsteen. I think so too. Uh, I just looked it up online. Ann Martin is the founder of the Babysitters Club and the author. There's certainly I mean, no. I think we should get a lawsuit going on here. I think we should file. You think we should suit. get that I mean, involved. Yeah, I think we should run an investigation, start questioning witnesses, finding out who he told this idea to and who they told it to. And it's you know twelve degrees of Bruce Springsteen. I think here. it's beyond our capabilities to sort of mount that kind of investigation. Like I have done this before, Will. I've know, done you, investigations and you, I've you have means. You, sued people for intellectual property. So I know, yes. I have means. Bruce has means. You have no means. I think you should just hop on for the ride. <laughs> that's so that's really what I was planning on doing. But I just feel like if we go after Ann Martin, I mean, that's a very established and successful. We property. need to take her down. We need Jesus. to take her down. Oh my gosh. Um, you know what? I mean, if I it's think true, should... if it's true, then that justice should prevail. I mean, if if Ann Martin ripped off the as... idea of the Babysitters Club from Bruce Springsteen, of course, as beloved Bruce Springsteen, an American icon, we need to get out on social media, start a hashtag. No, have we're not. Book we're not burnings, starting on social media. We need to do our groundwork first. We got to make sure this. No, they could have we'll independently. We'll find this out later. Of course, it is. Anyone can add it together. Uh, we'll just say, we'll just say do your own research. <laughs> That's not that gets us into trouble when we do that. You know, we go deep on these conspiracies, Karen, you and I, and we get found out. We canceled multiple times. I think I've we, never been canceled once. I can't believe you I haven't have, been canceled. You I make the most care. outrageous claims. I don't claims. care. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Will you said that Pete Townsend was an alien? You you got you got super. Hardcore behind Pete Townsend being an alien. You get a lot of attention for that. I can't believe you weren't canceled. Well, well, I speak the truth. People found out the truth, okay? Nobody found out that Pete Townsend was an alien. Nobody agreed well, with you. why are you getting so distracted with Pete Townsend and my Sorry. previous conspiracy theories? I'm, and I, by the way, these are facts. Okay, this you're is allowed fact. to have your opinion of and your interpretation of news events, but I don't I always... mean, two plus two, Will... He said he started, came up with the idea in the mid-70s. He started telling people about it. When did these books come out? Much, much later. The Babysitter's uh, Group. Mid-80s, I think. Yeah. Yes. How long do you think it did? He wrote all these songs about the Babysitter's Group. Oh, the there's songs probably are pretty close to his somewhere. existing songs. There's They're probably pretty close to somewhere. They, seemed, they mentioned screen door slams. They seem to be the beginnings of his maybe most iconic songs. I, well, hey, I agree. This, He's this passionate about the idea. This is a chance of a lifetime. This is a chance of a lifetime. I, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. For I'm you. Just, I'm you just not going to sue Ann Martin out of the gate. We'll do some We'll do some preliminary yeah. work to see. I, I'm not going to commit to a public smear job on an you're existing... Gonna have to write, you're going to have to write five or six of these books first. Okay, we'll yeah, get, that's fine. It, we'll right we'll establish it. And then once we start really before once the we D Street the group gets one, like its own footprint in the culture, then we'll make a move. I agree with that. All wow. Right. No pushback. No, I that sounds reasonable to me. We'll do that. How long can he is it gonna take you to get this done? Three months. Ugh. That's too long. I got, no, I need three he said four hundred pages. I got I am launching the campaign. I'm launching a campaign. When? When? In a week. You better get Jeez. these done. All right. I can't do it in a week. Done. I can't write the book in a week. That's insane. How long does it take you to edit this podcast, Will? I spend 12 to 13 hours on each podcast. <laughs> well, that's too long, okay? Just air them as they are. I don't know what you're doing. I meticulously go, how long do we talk these? We usually talk to them for six or seven hours, right? And then I edit it down no. into the hour that we release. What? Oh my God! This is such a waste of my time. Well, we'll figure it out. I, I, I really, I'm really, I'm glad you're part of this. I'm glad we got a New Jersey girl working on this book. 
That's so demeaning. How is that demeaning? I'm saying a fact about your. What are you talking about? I'm complimenting you. I knew you Jersey descri- Girl. Well, Jersey Look, Girl. I can is say the- Jersey Girl best in the world. I can say it. I can say it. I, Jersey Girl is not a demeaning name to say. We're the same <laughs> okay. age. What are you talking about? How could you be a? We're not the same age. You're definitely older than I am. How old? How much? How old are you? <laughs> I'm not gonna. What is wrong with you? Right, I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. I apologize. I'm not ashamed of my age. I'm 65. <laughs> what? You're 65 years old. Yeah, I'm 65 no years idea. old. I had no idea. I had no idea you were start 65. collecting Social Security. That's that's crazy. What? You're, you're, look you look great. great. You're so young. Yeah, you look. Ter- I, I thought you were like 40 years old. I had no idea. Hmm. What? Nothing. <laughs> what? I, I paused for like a second. My God. Jesus, Karen. What the? What the hell? Nothing. Everything's great. You're gonna write a baby. You are collapsing under this pressure. I am not making Bruce Springsteen's lifelong dream come true. I am. I am a little unnerved at that. Bruce Springsteen emailed me and asked me if I would help him write a babysitter's uh, novel. Yes, but like, but I, uh, I'm not collapsing under the pressure. I think you should thank your hardcore uh, fans of the publishing of the publishing industry because they clearly they got the word up to you. Yeah, they got got the the word word out. They got the word out. I'll do it. All right. So I'll see you tomorrow at the meeting. All right. All right. Goodbye. Cassette tape 13. We're back. This is another meeting with myself and Karen Donahue. And let me connect in our client, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce, you there? Oh, hey, guys. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, thanks for talking with us again. Yeah, of course. All right. We just want to say we're so excited about this project. We think it's going to be great. Uh, Karen and I talked about it after we all met yesterday, and we we think it's going to be real successful, and and we're ready to move forward. Oh wow, I, I'm just thrilled to hear that, and you know, yeah. I'm 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 here for whatever you need. We're just so there. glad you want to do the work, and we're and it just sounds like you got a lot of personal feelings invested in these characters, and that that is such a great ingredient for the success of the book. I do. They are their own characters, though. Not that much of a connection to me, kind of. It does seem like they have some of a connection, right? It's a group of girls in New Jersey with guitars, and one of them is sick of being a musician or a star, right? Yeah, but I'm an older man, and... Uh, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. These I, are preteen uh, girls. And there's one of me, there's four of them, and so that's something very different. That's very different, too. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a one-to-one, but... I can't... Yeah. Yes. To me, it seems like you're really unhappy being a star, being the boss. Karen, what are you doing? To me, it seems like music kind of took over your life. It was something you were great at, something you were good at. You never meant for it to take off. You always wanted to be an author. You always wanted to write books. You never wanted to be the boss. You never wanted to, you know, your songs are based on songs that you wrote about this Babysitter's Group book. Yeah. I mean, that's got to hurt. That's got to be tough for you. No, you're 100, 1,000% wrong, Karen. These are two separate things, and uh, I love being Bruce Springsteen and everything that comes with it. I feel absolutely zero pressure, and uh, I love every minute. Uh, No one's forcing me to be up there on stage for as long as I am, but I... You can tell we, us. You can tell us. Nah, it's around just the a room completely... Just... Just, it's just something I'm passionate about, and I think the this stories safe stand on their own, you know? I mean, there's... You can admit it, Bruce. It's okay. Is it true that you would rather be Deuce Steen Spring than Bruce Springsteen? I Passion would like to... You know, the, I, I liked writing a book, and I would like to see if I could do it with the anonymity that Deuce Steenspring brings me, but um, other than that, no, I'm I'm good, and this is just a separate side thing. That well, I'm, I'm convinced. In. I'm convinced, and I'm excited to help you do it. I got one more. You don't have to be Bruce Springsteen up. anymore. You don't have to be Bruce Springsteen anymore. I think I can do both, and I can, think I can keep them separate. I did come up with one other idea, which is oh, okay. That, yeah, what is it? Uh, well, Marjorie is kind of nervous. It she's feeling upset because her dad is so nervous about playing the Super Bowl and he's used to playing long, long concerts and now he's suddenly got to play the Super Bowl and he's got uh-huh. to 
it's you know he's got to cram everything into 11 minutes and and so you want part of the book to be that marjorie's dad is going to play the super bowl and he's nervous about it yeah yeah that's it that's a whole book i think that might we might be given some clues that Bruce Springsteen is writing these books, you know, if we put nah, all that together. Uh, there's been uh, over 50 Super Bowls and, uh, you know, tons of different halftime performers. I don't think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got another one just while I'm here, which is uh, another one about one of the girl's dads where Virginia's dad wants to, or he's nervous about going on Jimmy Fallon because last time he was on the show, he, uh, he made a big mess. He spilled a, they, they have free food in the green room at the Jimmy uh-huh. Fallon show. And he spilled a big plate of tomato sauce on the ground. And so Wait, they just put out a plate of tomato sauce in the <laughs> no, green room at Jimmy no, Fallon. No, 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 uh. no. It was pasta and tomato sauce. And, uh, Virginia's dad got a big heap and plate of pasta and tomato sauce and just dropped it on the ground. And, He's worried um, that yeah. and you're still holding a lot of guilt about doing that. That's Virginia's dad to is, yeah. <laughs> Might be a stretch to connect that to the babysitting group, but I, I guess we could get it in there as a tangent. Maybe Virginia's carrying around a lot of anxiety because she's... Well, Jimmy Fallon probably has to get a babysitter before the show, so maybe okay. the babysitting angle is Virginia's babysitting for there Jimmy Fallon's kids while her dad yeah. is on the show. Right. Gosh, how many babysitters must all those talk show hosts get every time they host a talk show? That's all I think about every time I watch a talk show. <laughs> Bruce, so help us answer these emails, and, and you can feel free to keep piping in ideas for your books as we do. We got we have two we're going to read today. Okay. Let me just get them up here. So right, we have an email address. It is book at willhines.net. You don't have to uh, spell it. Uh, B-O-O-K at W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S dot N-E-T. If you are a hardcore fan of the publishing industry and you have any passionate questions, please please email them in. Uh, this first one is from uh, Rembrandt G. Wilson. Will, congratulations. You've won the 2021 Outstanding Ghostwriter of the Western Hemisphere Award. Oh, wow. Every year, the Pan-Oceanic Panel of Book Writers confers this prestigious award to an outstanding author who lives in the Western Hemisphere, I do, and doesn't have their name appear in the books they write, true. This year, we've selected you because you write books and your name isn't on them. Yeah, that's true. To claim your significant cash prize, please recite your social security number on the show. Thank you. Signed, Rembrandt G. Wilson, president of the Pan-Oceanic Panel of Book Writers. That's really, that's really nice. That's Congratulations. Really yeah, that's Thank great. Thank you, Bruce. That's so exciting. You've won a lot of awards, Bruce. It feels good, right? Yeah, I was going to say, every time I open up my email, I'm getting an email almost exactly like this, where I somebody you, wants yeah. to give me some sort of accolade or something, and I go, yeah, it's, okay. Hey, well, congratulations. It. Congratulations. I'm really happy for you. You're going to read your social or not? No, but um, I will email this person my social, and I'll well, send I'm them gonna, some. I'm going to read it on the air because I know your social. 018. Oh, please, well, maybe just, you know, be careful. Four zero. I God, I wish you that is seven that is, nine nine nine. Okay, I wish you didn't do that, but uh, hey, you know what? If it gets me, if it gets me a award from the Pan Oceanic Panel of Book Writers, I'm glad you did it. And I will email this person photographs. I want of my you to get that award, Will. I I want you, you to Karen. get that. I want it too, Rembrandt G. Wilson. I'm excited to get that award. Thank you for thank you for letting me know. Let's go on to the next email. I just want to also note for anyone listening, Will's mother's maiden name is Johnson. Okay, but that's that necessary for people to. He didn't ask for that, so that that's the that's first it. make of his car was a Ford. How, how do you? And the model you know was a Taurus. How, how how do you know all this? How do you know that I had a Ford Taurus? So, just in case there's any security questions that you need to answer, like something something else. Next you ever email. take that Ford Taurus just tearing down the highway, Will? And all hearing all the other engines of all the other cars, and it sounds like a choir to you. Did you ever do that? I guess I, I have done that. I, I didn't realize it until you said it right now. The way you put it makes me realize that that is an experience I've had. On your way to a babysitting job, maybe a town not over, that, and you got to take the highway. That's not that part I don't have. Oh, okay. Next email, dear Will, I wrote. A lovely and heartfelt dedication to my newborn daughter in my first published novel. That's great. As she grows into childhood, she's turning out to be a (laughs) real drip. (laughs) If when I publish my next book, I write a retraction of the original dedication, does that override the first one or do I have to continue to honor the original dedication? 
Thanks for any help slash advice you can offer. Hello to Karen. Love, Petey. That's a rough one. I think that dedication stands, unfortunately. I think a retraction is legally binding. I think a retraction will work. You think, think the, you think this person should do a retraction? I've yes. never read a book where somebody retracts a previous dedication. I, well, the, I, it, I think it happens all the time. A lot of people ignore the dedication. So I guess I do flip by it a lot. I will say that the dedication uh, retraction will stand and it will hold up. And you know what else? If there's another pressing of your book, you can change that retraction and say, I dedicate this book to anyone but, my, but this drip. I, yeah. I do have sympathy. It's a real bummer when you have a relative in your family and they turn out to be a real dud or a real drip. That 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 is something you can't predict when they're a cute little baby if they're going to grow up to be like a like a real dud. But it does happen. I think once it's out there, you just have to kind of accept it and live with it, and you know, just tr- going yeah. back and trying to change. People have already made their connections to it. You know, I had an album called The River that I put out. And at you know the time, well. I was really into rivers. And um, a couple of years down the line, I just I started to really hate them. And, and I wanted to rename the album The Road and go back and just make it all about uh, solid, uh, you know, uh, earthbound path, you know, <laughs> filled with earth and not water and, and uh-huh. so- or solid matter or rocks of any kind. And the studio yeah. wouldn't let me do that. They kind of said, no, this already is what it is. So I just. I, I think the studio it. was right, Bruce. I really like the album The River, and it would have thrown me off if you re released it and made all those songs about roads. Yeah. There, there also already are a lot of songs on that album about roads. So you did kind of, you got your wish a, a little bit. Yeah. Sure. This is, you know, I know Wreck on the Highways on that album. And mm-hmm. Oh, see, that's that- funny. That's But that's a metaphor for rivers, that song. Oh, I never realized that. That's so. And that song is also about rivers. Okay. Well, I think Bruce Springsteen's advice is right, Petey. Uh, you got to kind of just, it's out there and people have their emotional attachment to it. So even though your daughters turn out to be a real drip, I think that, dedica- my opinion is a dedication stance, but Karen says you can retract. So I guess, I guess you're going to have to follow your heart. Give it a shot. All right. Those are all of our emails. If you want to send us an email, it's book at wilhines.net. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, I feel like we're all set for this project. I'm so excited. Yeah, I am too. Uh, this is probably the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. I'm sure that's not true. Wow. I, I can think of several things that have happened to you that are that are pretty exciting. Just writing a seminal album and song, uh, playing the Super Bowl. When can you promise the first book, Will? Probably like okay. a week from now, right? Right. Uh, well, let's say a, a draft. I'll get you a draft in a week. I certainly don't think it's going to be finished in a week, but... Uh, Mm. How long does it take you to write a song, Bruce? Usually just a couple of seconds. I just Okay, well, let's say a week then to get you a draft of a book then. I'll get you a draft in a week. Okay, great. And uh that's that's our uh that's our episode this week. Thanks everybody for listening. Bruce also I tape and release these episodes. Okay, yeah, no problem with that on my end. <laughs> okay, thanks everybody. Is this See it? We're going to wrap it up now. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up now. Why? I feel like we got two or three more hours left in us just for really. <laughs> no, I think this is good. This is usually about how long we go. Yeah, no, he has to I'm get just, writing. He has I'm to all get jacked writing. up now, and I got a. <laughs> I got nowhere to put it. I need you guys to stay here with me. And <laughs> I can't. Talk I don't about. I don't like it. You know what? I'm going to say something, Bruce, and Will's probably going to disagree with me. You're feeling jacked up. I bet you you could knock out this book yourself in two hours. All right. Well, I might try to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Karen does this a lot. She often talks our clients into writing their own book. And I'm just going to say, Bruce, certainly you're free to do that. You're an established author. I think I could do a better job on this, and I would be honored if you let You think me... you could do better than the boss, Will? I you think, think you could do better area, than the boss? Th- I, not in writing memoirs about music. Certainly not in writing music. But in writing preteen novels about a fictional group of D Street babysitters, I think I think I, I think I have something to offer. I've heard this before. You know, I did a similar thing with Brian Adams where he sort of was like, I'm gonna write your next album, and then he did and it wasn't good, and so we'll see. I I'm glad you're still open to this to this collaboration. You're the Brian Adams of this world. Brian Adams is a step up from where I where I've been a lot of times. I wouldn't mind being Brian Adams. All right, thank you, Bruce. We'll be in touch. Maybe we were about to run. All right, that's another episode of I Will Write Your Book, everybody. Thanks for listening. My name's Will Hines. I played a character named Will Hines. 
And hey, if you just need more podcasts, I do one with my brother Kevin called Screw. We're just going to talk about comics. And we were having a lot of guests on this season, comics professionals and comedians, and it's really fun. Check it out. Pam Murphy played Karen Donahue expertly as per usual. Murphy, please, on Twitter and Instagram, always posting, always hitting the socials, plugging this podcast is all I have in the world. Tell your friends. And uh, our guest, Mr. Joe Wengert. Hi, I'm Joe Wengert. I played a character called Bruce Springsteen that I came <laughs> up with. And um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Wengert. And that's where I usually plug uh, upcoming projects and podcast appearances, stuff like that. All right. Thank you for being on our show, Joe. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. We'll see you next episode. Bye. Bye. My name is Eve Sturgis, and I have one question for you. Did you ever think about how much sex it takes to build a family tree? Those recreational DNA companies like 23andMe and Ancestry have such wholesome commercials about being Irish or Italian and connecting family and learning about heritage. But really, it's all about sex. Trust me, I made an entire podcast talking with people about the shocking discoveries and the deep, dark secrets that come to the surface with a few drops of spit. Season three of Everything's Relative with Eve Sturgis is coming at you April 16th from Campfire Media on all the pod platforms. 